Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market talking about pain management. Here's the thing. We know that there is a gender pain gap when it comes to healthcare. And that is that when there are studies done on pain and how it impacts the body and how we need to treat that, it has mainly been done on men in the past. Uh, Not a whole lot of surveys that are done on women to find out how women deal with the pain. There have been surveys done on this, uh, including the government's Women's Health Strategy Survey, that have tried to shed some more light on this issue, talking about how when women try to talk about their pain, and because it's different from the way perhaps that men process pain, that doctors also process that information differently. In fact, there was a Neurofin report that was done on this in 2023 that showed a bit of a concerning trend here. 11% more women than men felt that their pain was ignored or dismissed by their doctor. That compares to about 7% in 2022. Here's another one. Another survey revealed that 47% of women waited 11 months or more to receive a diagnosis for their pain compared to 66% of men. And additionally, over 12 months or longer, 14% of women found they didn't even get a diagnosis compared to 9% of men. So there is that gap there about the difference in how men's pain get treated versus women's pain getting treated. So what does this mean? How do we how do we close that gap? Do we need to say more to our doctor? Do our doctors need to say more to us? Well, joining us is Dr. Michelle Griffin, the director of MFG Health Consulting and a women's health expert. Dr. Griffin, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Where is this disconnect happening, Dr. Griffin? Are are doctors processing the information differently? Are are women not saying enough about their pain? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I think it's happening on both sides, but I would say it's definitely happening more on the side of the healthcare professionals. I don't think it's intentional at all. I've been working as an OBGYN for well over a decade and I know myself and my colleagues aren't intentionally ignoring or dismissing women. However, when we look at the gender pain gap, a lot of the pain that women present with is misunderstood and therefore compared to pain in men, we don't recognize it and we often don't account it to the right actual diagnosis. And so that leads to mistreatment. So how, how um, is it being misunderstood? Of, um, because I think predominantly we're coming from a place where all of our research in life sciences and medicine is actually in men and it's in the male bodies. And we've just presumed all this time that what we see in men is exactly what we'll see in women. For example, chest pain linked to a heart attack. 
But in fact, it presents very differently in women. We get very different type of symptoms. And we don't recognize that. We're not taught about that in medical school. We're not trained with that um, to that during our time in hospitals and primary practice. And therefore, we are misunderstanding when women are coming in, whether it to be with their primary care physician or into ER talking about their pain, we don't fully understand it and we don't recognize it for what it actually is. And if you think that, you know, less than 30 years ago, we only just started, um, you know, the FDA in America only just started actually permitting women to be part of clinical trials so we could actually understand healthcare and the effect of drugs in women for the first time. So we've got a massive lack of understanding in this space. That is crazy that it took that long. What are the different ways in which then that women process pain versus men? Yeah, we still, this is still a big gap in our knowledge. Um, We don't fully understand the biological um, processes that are going on in women. We know that obviously that there is a significant biological something as simple as hormones, which is a massive area that we still don't fully understand. But it's not just what's happening on the biological, physical point. It's also what's happening emotionally, socially and psychologically. And we know that these factors have a significant impact on any person, whether they're a man or a woman, you know, looking at support network, what else is going on? what's happening in their lives, what other mental health conditions are they dealing with, that all has an interplay with the pain that somebody will feel, but also how they report it. And all of this is therefore makes it different when that woman goes into that doctor's office and talks about their pain. And then on the other side, as I say, you've got a doctor who's not aware there is that lack of understanding and knowledge there and all of that is coming together where we see this massive gap in how we're diagnosing and treating pain in women. Dr. Griffin, pain is such a personal thing too, isn't it? Whereas some people might Mm. just psychologically feel like, oh, I shouldn't complain too much. Therefore, they're not fully open about how much pain they're feeling. Definitely. And we, we've seen this when we've looked at studies across men and women with this, the same issue, um, slightly different to, inc- uh, to pain, but when we've looked at incontinence in men and women, and men have complained about it far more than women have. And when we've dug deeper into what's been going on, what we found is that women say, well, this is what's to be expected. And I think that comes, you know, that's the same for women experiencing pain. They expect to experience a lot of pain, whether it be throughout childbirth, whether it be during their periods, whether it would be in other situations. This is just the pain that we get on a regular monthly cycle or whenever we're going through this phase in life. And so... What happens is, as you rightly say, when women go and speak to a doctor or they may not even get to speak to a doctor because in their minds and in society, we're saying this is to be expected. This is normal. And I think that there is a massive society, societal barrier around saying we think it's normal and therefore you don't need to talk about it. You don't need to report it and you definitely don't need any help for it. And of course, that's totally wrong. I was thinking about even dealing with something like endometriosis. Even that today is still overcoming barriers, isn't it? 
Massively, massively. And I, and I really hope that we start to see a breakdown of the barriers. But on average, a woman who has endometriosis has actually gone through seven years of a diagnostic journey going from one doctor to another doctor, having one investigation followed by another investigation and basically being misdiagnosed and or and this is you know something that's so significant not only on that individual but also on their family their friends their work their career everything that's going on now and also in later life it absolutely takes over their life and many people have such severe endometriosis that those women are not able to live what we would say is a normal life of getting up and doing a normal activity of going to school or going to work they are unable to do that but often when they report the pain as being so bad of saying look I've got to stay in bed I can't get up I can't eat with it um, I can't move around with it that gets dismissed and that's really, you know, a great example of the gap that we have got to bridge. Lots of work for us to do. Dr. Griffin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's been great to speak to you. That's Dr. Michelle Griffin, Director of MFG Health Consulting and a women's health expert talking about the pain management gap between men and women in the healthcare system. Coming up next, we're going to hear all about the lost goal that has been found but not claimed. We'll find out why not after the news.